0: Amazon recently announced that they were not going to be pursuing the journey into drug distribution. Now, while a lot of distributors were had a, a solid sigh of relief, I am, I am not wavering on the fact that I think that Amazon's real play into healthcare is going to be disrupting how pharmacies operate. I think they're probably not going to deal with the direct distribution of these medications, but I think in terms of medication delivery after you know the whole process of dispensing has been completed. I think that's where Amazon's really going to have an impact on on our industry. So I'm not, you know, it's not a I don't want to say it's not a shocker, but I'm not phased by the recent announcement. Plus it was an announcement from a source, you know, not an official Amazon announcement or anything like that. So um, I don't, you know, again, I don't think it's really phasing the fact that they're not going to be disrupting healthcare in one way or another. I do just think it's gonna be where uh, places like PillPack has had an impact in terms of the uh, getting the medication from the pharmacies to the patient. It is no secret that a lot of independent community pharmacies are struggling and trying to find ways to stay competitive against the uh, large retail chains. I've been seeing a lot of companies that are popping up that are serving to basically connect these independent pharmacies to like a single platform to increase access to patients uh, that have prescriptions. And it's, the way it seems to work is it's very similar to a buying group where uh, pharmacies gather together so you can have uh, better purchasing power when they're um, ordering their medications through wholesale. Now, it seems like they're doing something similar where they're kind of uh, there's these platforms that are kind of gathering these pharmacies together uh, that kind of serve as a network of pharmacies for patients to access through a single platform. The one I recently saw that popped up was one called Phil, and uh, I'm on their website right now and just kind of, you know, seeing what they're offering to patients and um, and also what they're offering to their partnering pharmacies, and it's pretty interesting. Uh, for pharmacies to be a part of the Phil network, they have to actually have delivery. It looks like Phil provides a front-facing platform that collects the patient information. Uh, it looks like they collect all their data, including Um, The demographics and also the uh, even the insurance uh, Phil uh, collects. It looks too that Phil is also offering like front end services in terms of uh, dealing with prescription problems or or insurance problems, I should say. Uh, Look, I'm not sure if they're they don't really say anywhere on their website if they're taking care of prior authorizations, but it does seem like they do a lot of that front leg work for pharmacies to make it an attractive, I guess, you know, an attractive um, strategy to have pharmacists come on board. So I'm not really sure exactly the business model, though. I haven't done enough research to find out exactly um, how the how Phil is charging the pharmacies. I do believe that somehow Phil is likely either charging a subscription model to the pharmacies or they're charging pharmacies a fee per prescription um, whenever a, a prescription is uh, dispensed, I guess, to a patient. So um, I don't know. I'm looking forward to seeing more of these companies pop up and seeing which you know ends up being a, a large winner amongst most retail communities. I'm wondering if uh, community pharmacies are even going to uh, these independents. I wonder if they're going to be having multiple platforms uh, to kind of increase their chances even more of getting patients in, in and out the doors. One interesting thing, though, about this is that it's still on the farm, on the dispensing pharmacy's responsibility to provide like the counseling. Although I do see that in the future, I think platforms like Phil are actually going to be the ones to provide that counseling point for uh, for patients. Where I think Phil is going to be providing the pharmacist for patients, so that way they can always kind of have that relationship with the patient, especially if the patient has questions. Whereas that, whereas Phil in this situation would then in turn figure out the way to best source a prescription medication when um, a medication does need to be dispensed. But we'll see how this all plays out. Thinking more and more about the movement of voice, uh, whether it be podcasting, whether it be machine learning with uh, devices like Alexa or Google Home, I'm starting to see that this is literally going to be in everything that we do. And I was really Focused on figuring out how patients are going to be using these devices um, to get their simple questions answered instead of going to Google, but I'm slowly starting to see that I think healthcare professionals and especially pharmacists are going to start utilizing these devices for their everyday day to day activities to get the information that they need that sometimes they might usually just look up, and I I really can't wait to see you know when this really hits scale when it's five years down the line and every pharmacy. Every car, every hospital room is going to have uh, one of these uh, voice enabled devices at, you know, within five feet. And I'm really excited to see how it's all going to play out. I'm excited to see what type of apps are going to be developed, how it's really going to fit into our day to day, what information we're going to be super reliant on. Whereas now we're usually reliant on our, on our smartphones and Google and even Siri and I'm curious to see as to where it's going to be weird when we don't have one of these things around for us to ask a specific question. <coughs> we recently posted an article about why it's an exciting time to be in pharmacy. We spoke about the coming technologies like machine learning and the innovations in dispensing and the role changes pharmacists are going to have on the healthcare team. But I was really surprised and amazed, actually, at the comments that were left on this article. I didn't expect to see the amount of seasoned pharmacists say that they would go back to pharmacy school and do it all over again. Some of them did mention the changes that are coming, but some also cited that their own experiences in the industry has been pretty awesome. I hope one day to be that veteran pharmacist and respond to some social media post, likely in some VR or AR platform, and also say the same thing. Say that I do it all over again. <laughs> Amid news about acquiring Humana, Walmart has been in talks with buying PillPack for months now. I should mention that this information was released by a source to CNBC who said the PillPack deal, and I quote, the PillPack deal is not yet finalized and could still fall apart and that Walmart has considered buying a number of startups. PillPack was founded in 2013 and it's proved to be one of the most innovative pharmacies in recent years. They're focused on helping people better manage how they take their medications through software and innovative packaging. This may be a great addition to Walmart's push in healthcare, especially if they also acquire insurance giant Humana. So we'll see how this goes. And you know, as mentioned in in the original CNBC article, nothing has been finalized. But I would probably say it's really good to see Walmart trying to do their thing ahead of the changes in the current landscape of healthcare. P.S. Shout out to Danny, he hit me up on Instagram with the original article so I can make this flash briefing. You can find him on Instagram at jyd_kim. Future and now co-host, Dr. Scott Weaver. Welcome. Feels
1: so good to be here, man.
0: <laughs> so what, what was it like, I guess, since you've, you've, you've only been practicing as a pharmacist in Miami, right? Yeah. So you were on rotations, I'm assuming, in Cincinnati? Correct. Okay. Was there any differences maybe that you saw as, like, practicing pharmacy down here that really stuck out, like, other than my new laws and stuff, but, like, exactly. something that really stuck out practicing
1: pharmacy down here versus what you experienced um, up north? A hundred percent, I would say, is the patient population. Okay. Um, down here, there's, it's so cultured, and it's one of the things that I love about Miami. And for me being able to connect to that, uh, whatever culture gr- cultural group I'm, you know, connecting with, and kind of understanding there's differences in like their their core beliefs and how they think about healthcare, and then having to because in Cincinnati, um, you know, growing up with it like I there was only one core belief of health, mm-hmm. and trying to come down here and there's so many different cultures and um, I guess trying to understand that and then how to make it effective to what their values are. Yeah, because if I try to you know put my values on them, it's mm-hmm. not gonna be beneficial to them. So yeah. it that's the one thing that I noticed is the biggest difference. Yeah. As far as, you know, healthcare and dealing with people. Alright. Random question. Random question.
0: What is your what is your what was the best advice
1: someone gave to you when you were in pharmacy school? The best advice that I got in pharmacy school was The the one trait that's gonna that is gonna make a pharmacist stand out is his or her ability to solve problems. Solid. So if you <laughs> can work on your ability to solve problems, and not only solve them but solve them quickly, then you'll not only be successful um, in your job, but you will be able to help a lot of patients and a lot of people in your life. Yeah. Why do you go above and beyond when other people think being a pharmacist is, you know, you've made it?
0: Yeah. So in terms of what's motivating me is, is the fact that like, I just literally, want, I want to help as many people as I can. And that, and that passion to like help everyone and no, and also not understanding that I can't actually directly help everyone has been forcing me to try to find uh, mediums to, you know, reach the maximum amount of people as possible. While also at the same time, maybe inspiring other pharmacists to do the same. Mm-hmm. So the main driver is that like, I really just want to help people. Like it's why I went into pharmacy in the first place. But I just realized that I have a possible ability to do it much greater um, than, you know, than just showing up to work nine to five, you know, as a regular pharmacist. Find the time, whether that be because you are trying to build your personal brand or because you have some other passion outside of healthcare, outside of pharmacy that you want to pursue, find the time to make it happen. Start auditing your downtime. Start thinking about how much TV you're watching. Start thinking about all the series that you try to catch up on or all the basketball or football games you're watching. Try to see if you can find that extra hour, that extra two, three, maybe even four hours in a day or maybe even in a week to see how you can start working on what it is that you want to start doing. Find the time. Hey guys, I really hope you enjoyed what you just listened to. Make sure to follow us on your favorite social media platforms. And however you're listening, whether it be on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, or something else we didn't just mention, we'd appreciate you to subscribe, leave us a rating, and even drop us a comment and let us know what you think. And until next time, see you over the counter. Hey, hey. Hey, on my timepiece don't ever stop. Six sides, check them all, that's a lot to watch. this time that I put in just to rock the thing. All my doubters, Mona's cadence, that's a lot to sing. See, time's the only thing that's constant. I severed half my life and asked the other half to watch it. Four days alone, I haven't left my building twice. I've been arguing with killers, daring them to take my life. I'm just high off adrenaline, tripping over my brand. I'm the man who built this city, knowing how to work with Zen. I'm a different breed of human. Ask any soul that met me. I could change the way you think. All you gotta do is let me open your mind and let the new times flow in. Uh, they send the vibes and they tell the man to go in. Uh, I tell the people, don't you ever get Confused, I could work to own the jets, but still don't got a thing to lose. One life, yeah,
1: and one day It's one life, yeah, and one day It's one life, yeah, and one day one life, one 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 day It's one life, yeah, and one day It's one life, yeah, and one day It's one life, yeah, and one day one life, one day.